Hello, this is Mike Burek, your host and the producer of Made in Ukraine Tech Startup Edition. This is a monthly podcast series on Ukrainian companies trying to establish themselves in the global market. Today is Tuesday, October 31st, 2017. And our guest is Natalia Stelmak, who is CEO and founder of the company Got You. Hello, Natalia. How are you? Welcome. Thank you so much, Mike. I'm doing very well. Thank you, everybody, for listening to us. I'm very curious about your product. I, I did see you present uh, back in May when Razum IT and the Hatchery had their uh, VC pitch night over at the, uh, the Denton Law Offices in New York City. But I can't say that I understand it all that well. I know it is a GPS tracker uh, using artificial intelligence, but I'm sure you could tell the audience a lot more about it than I could. So your product has got you. What exactly is it and what does it do? Got you is the smallest in the world security GPS and activity tracker for several uses like that seniors, and of course, for valuables as luggage and bicycle, and we employ artificial intelligence algorithms for many functions for user cases, like setting geographical zones, so when your pet or when your kid leaves a specific zone, you get notified. Also, we use AI to preserve the battery. We have source alerts, and we are also working on a very cool feature which is very advanced. We hope that, for example, if the dog runs away, then it comes back. It will be able to open the door without uh, anyone taking advantage of it, like any thief or anything like that. So that's basically the product. We started as a GPS tracker just to track the location. It's a very uh, hype niche now because everybody's concerned about security. The internet of things is getting larger. But then, as we talked more and more to our clients, we added more and more features so that the clients uh, benefit from our device on daily basis and regular basis. So that's why we added features for bicycle owners, for luggage owners, and for pets, of course, and for kids. Thanks so much for that explanation. I understand that your company, Got You, was founded in 2016. We were founded in the summer of 2016, so we are uh, a little bit over a year now. And I'm very proud of my engineers that are based in Ukraine. All my team is based in Ukraine except for me. I'm based here in the U.S. because they have done an amazing job. And that was exactly our task, to do the smallest possible gadget with live tracking capability. Because everything that you have in the market just is a locator, so it sends one GPS signal. We came up and we created a live tracking device, uh, which is especially important when you lose something or, God forbid, something gets stolen. The first two hours are the most important, and live tracking is exactly what helps you to find them. So is your company headquartered in uh, Kiev, Ukraine? much better for the 
the investors, but all my team, everybody is uh, located in Ukraine, and I'm very proud of that, that I'm giving, you know, jobs and uh, I'm giving opportunities to very smart Ukrainians to fulfill their dreams. So what made you decide to establish your headquarters in New York City? Uh, I live in New York City, and investors here, it's like the space is not as crowded for startups, for new cool ideas as, for example, Silicon Valley. I contemplated the idea several times of moving to Silicon Valley, but there, as a, again, like this space, there are so many startups, everybody is doing a startup, and then a very smart person told me, if you want to build a startup, just raise money, you go to Silicon Valley, because there people are busy drawing nice presentation slides and uh, raising money. But if you want to build good business, you come to New York, because New York is very tough, and it's all about sales, and it's about business. It's not about just raising money to spend on your team. And I understand that your background is actually in the real estate industry. So what made you move from real estate into um, global GPS tracking? Well, uh, good question. Thank you for that. Yes, I have been working in the real estate since um, I graduated college from college, and I was very lucky. I had an amazingly successful career because I was one of the first ones in Ukraine to have very sophisticated real estate valuation techniques. I valued the first. Ukrainian company to sell its shares at London stock market. I valued the uh, companies that uh, were, you know, that I got investment from JP Morgan, from Goldman Sachs, etc., etc. It was very high profile, and uh, I sold large assets. Then uh, I believe, like, I felt I did everything I could uh, in terms of my professional enthusiasm back home. I, I did it in a couple of deals in London. I tried to work in Moscow. I hated it. So New York was a natural move for me to come and work at a larger market. I came. I proved to myself that I did. I can do very well. I became like one of the top uh, new uh, uh, brokers uh, in my company and in the industry for the people that just started the business uh, here in New York, not the people that have been in the industry for many years. I did lots of deals. And then I always wanted to have a startup. I had a first startup like four or five years ago. I tried to do uh, educational interactive books for kids. But it was a little bit early timing. The idea was amazing, but the timing was too early. Now this market is huge, so I'm a little bit sorry that I gave up the idea, but I was one of the first ones to start it. And then I was a minority shareholder in a startup which was quite famous in the Ukrainian circle, Cactus. We created a private security messenger, which didn't use Wi-Fi. It was fully, you could communicate fully offline messenger and fully secure with uh, self-deleting messages, etc. For that startup, I raised money from 13 emails, as I said, as I tell the story. We raised $350,000 from United um, Arab investors. And because it was a very good idea, the, uh, the team was very good. Uh, but it was the time when I was doing my deals in New York. So my co-founder uh, moved to Abu Dhabi to work with investors. And he didn't really find compromise with them, so that uh, startup fell apart. And I'm very sorry about that because similar but inferior products are very big companies now. 
And then I was just naturally waiting for my next idea. And I saw this huge hype about all these Bluetooth trackers selling uh, like in millions. People attach those Bluetooth trackers to their keys, to everything. And I'm like, hang on a minute. Bluetooth only covers 100 feet. I'm sure that with the brain power of Ukrainian people, we can do a gadget which covers globally. And uh, you travel, you don't have any distance limitations, you don't have any battery limitations, etc. But still you get the benefits of tracking where your loved ones or where, where your valuables are. And that's how I came up with the idea. And uh, we developed the idea. And as we talked more to clients, to customers, that's usually how product development goes. We more saw what they need, what features they need. And uh, yeah, that's the story. Interesting. So how crowded is the smart wearables market that you're competing in? Who are some of your competitors with this product? Yes, it's very interesting because the market, I was very right in my gut feeling to move into the smart wearables market for kids, for pets. Because as soon as the category emerged, the smart wearables, everybody rushed into it. Fitbit and so many other companies, and then it became too crowded. But at the same time, the market is still growing. The market is uh, projected to be like $34 billion by 2020, about 100 million of wearable units sold. And I was the first one, but I'm on the first one, okay, to realize that Okay, so now everybody, they don't see the other niches. Everybody's competing for the adult wearables, for the Fitbit, like for fitness trackers. Nobody's doing anything for kids, for pets. You know that now the pets market in the U.S. is much larger than the kids market. And for seniors. So I uh, straight away moved to those niches, and it proved to be right. I thought in my gut that kids market would be the largest, but unfortunately... People tend to spend nowadays more on pets. You know, they care more about losing their pets. So, yes, yeah, so we moved to that niche. The, in terms of the competitiveness, the pet market, there's only one big company that does similar to what we do. But if you look at their products, it's like comparing a horse. And our product is like a BMW. We're so much more advanced, but still, the company was acquired for $117 million. It's called Whistle. They do like first generation, as we call them, GPS trackers, which you attach to large dogs. And uh, yes, they are, they are doing very well. They have been already acquired, but the product is uh, already very outdated. But still, they did a great job. In terms of trackers for kids, just Trackers. There are many Chinese companies that do GPS trackers for kids, of course, but they are in the form of a watch. And this is a problem. And that's why we are better. Because kids, they get tired of wearing a watch all the time, just like adults, by the way. It's a very big problem for wearable companies. People, even fitness tracker, they get tired of wearing it all the time. So that's why we make modular design. We are one of the... Honestly, I haven't seen other like modular design wearables. You can wear it as a watch, or you take off the module and you clip it on on your belt, put it in your backpack, uh, or just hide it somewhere. So yeah, in terms of the kids, once again, there are several Chinese GPS trackers, and 
there are several companies like Wismospel, which is uh, one of the, I think, Japanese uh, producers, but again, it's a watch. Then there is Trax. If you look at Trax, Trax, they are very popular. It's again proof of our concept that there is huge demand for our product, but they are, I would say, like 50% larger than our product. Once again, they are the first generation tracker. It, it looks like a little box, basically, and you do attach it to his backpack, and it's not a wearable. So we are the only device now which is a wearable with modular design. So again, you can wear it as a watch or put it, like, clip it on on any other thing. And in terms of Bluetooth trackers, there are several competitors, but people that understand the technology, they don't, uh, under, they understand that they're not really competitors because tile, uh, tracker, because those trackers, they cover only 100 feet. We have global coverage and we have live tracking, which is, again, extremely important in situations because you buy those trackers exactly for the emergency situation in case something is lost. And when something is lost or, uh, God forbid, stolen or, you know, uh, kidnapped, even a child maybe or something, you have to have the live tracking capability. Like, you cannot just keep pressing the button of a locator, you know, to see where the, the thing or the person or the pet moves, especially for pets. The pet is running around, you, you cannot use the locator. And we are the uh, live tracking tracker. So that's how we are different from the competitors. So, Natalia, is your product currently being sold, and if so, where? Uh, I'm quite active on Facebook, and uh, from Facebook, I received about 400 pre-orders. And uh, on our side, we are also taking pre-orders, and we are now producing our first batch to fulfill those uh, pre-orders. So, yeah, so if you go on our website, you can make a pre-order and, uh, yeah. Maybe you could give our audience your URL. Of course. Uh, it's www.gotyu.tech. And uh, we expect a very, very busy Christmas season because we have lots of cool ad ideas, like Friday's coming, etc. So we are, you know, we are working full time to fulfill all the demands. So can you tell our audience a little bit about your interest in the American TV program Shark Tank? Of course. Uh, I would recommend everybody to try and go for it because it's an amazing, amazing experience. I always wanted to be on Shark Tank since I was in Ukraine and saw the show. And, uh, you know, in Ukraine, we had to download them somewhere from uh, unlegal sources and then just share those CDs, etc. But it was always my dream to go to meet those sharks. Of course, when I came to New York and I started working in such a intense industry, I got to meet similar sharks, but still, you know, I wanted to be on the show because... It's like a, it's a, it's a big dream, and uh, I the first time I didn't even have to do anything. I just launched a Kickstarter campaign for my first startup, the interactive educational books, and a cast in associate reached out to me themselves, and I ca uh, casted for the show, and I got to the final. That was a spin-off of Shark Tank, especially for game developers. 
And I ticked, you know, I checked all the boxes for them. I was a female doing tech, immigrant, so not your typical game developer. So that was a very fun experience. But unfortunately, the pilot didn't get um, funding. So I kept on trying. So this year, when I already my, I have a very cool product. Wearables is a very uh, hot market, and that uh, is also a very hot market. So this year, I tried again. Uh, I went with my friends to New York, but uh, if you want to cast, I don't recommend going to cast to New York because there are like literally thousands of people, and casting producers they um, give you like 40 seconds to pitch, and it's very difficult to stand out. And of course, I made friends with uh, casting producers, and they said, "Come to some other cities, and there people spend more time. They actually listen to your product. They learn about you." So I traveled to two more cities, and in Boston, this is where I got lucky. Uh, honestly, the quality of pitching startups is not it's not so high. So I know that they say that the chances of getting on the show are smaller than getting to Harvard. But if you really have a product, not idea, product that you're very passionate about, you're a very good presenter, you know how to market, uh, etc. I would definitely recommend to go. But you have to have a very well prepared pitch because, again, it's partly only a business show. It's a, it's a show. It's a TV show. So what they're looking for is a very nice one minute pitch. So I did a one minute pitch. It's, again, it's so interesting. In Boston, before I was to pitch, I met with guys, and they had a very cool product. And they say, yeah, 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 like we believe we will get in because we are friends with uh, one of the producers from ABC, and he told he helped us to design the speech to say how to grab attention, etc. And they gave me their pitch, and I was like, wow, it's so amazing. So I took some ideas how to build the pitch, and I literally redesigned my pitch just 10 minutes before the actual pitch. And then, yeah, so uh, the casting producers, they were very nice. I came in, like, I tried, tried just to be a human being, just uh, made friends, talked, and was very excited about the product. I showcased the product. I prepared and printed out very nice, uh, like, you know, drawings and everything showing who can use the product, how to use the product. And, of course, the pitch was very close to what you would see on TV. You have one minute and you have to interact with the audience. You have to state the problem in numbers. You have to ask the questions. Like, for example, for me, it was, I don't want to lose a loved one. Do you help me bring the America's uh, modern family security to the next level? You know, those like, things like that. So, and then I was very excited. Next day, they called me back. I was selected, of course. And then you have several days to make a very nice video. And then you sign like 40 pages of documents with uh, all the possible details. Uh, like you release all possible information about you, all the financials, etc., non-disclosure agreements, etc., etc. It's very lengthy documents because they want to make sure that uh, you know they're not being screwed. That they screen all the candidates very carefully. So I was very excited because. From everybody that I met on the show, I didn't meet anyone who even made it to this stage because basically everybody falls off at this first stage. So then you, uh, then after you do the video, it's like five minute video, presentation video, uh, uh, then they show on TV. 
then they invite you to LA and then the authorities are shooting. So that was uh, my experience. Unfortunately, several days before the shoot, like several days before the shoot, there was something with the visa situation that they were not that their lawyers were not very comfortable with. So so we agreed and uh, yeah, I'm invited to cast and pitch for the next season, but I'm very honored to have made it. And uh, the process that I have been through, it, it's like, it was very exciting. It was extremely exciting, and I recommend everybody to do it. Well, I hope we see you in uh, the new season in 2018 on Shark Tank. Really looking forward my, to that. Absolutely, absolutely. That's my dream, and uh, absolutely. And now I have already so many friends that have been to the show, and there is only, so far, there is only one Ukrainian guy, and I talked to him. And there's, like, who has been on the show? He's a guy from Brooklyn, and he has a company that is very similar to Lego, but it's a little bit different. He does, like, um, cartoon games, yes? And he, he got a deal with uh, Kevin O'Leary on the show, but he, so far, is the only guy who to have ever been on the show. And I spoke to him, and he was like, he gave me so much advice, and he said, yes, congrats, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So, I absolutely will do my utmost and best and, uh, yeah, do air because, you know, dreams, you, you don't give up on your dreams, never. Well, we hope to see you there. Unfortunately, we're out of time. So, Natalia, I want to thank you for coming on uh, Made in Ukraine Tech Startup Edition to talk about your product and your experience with Shark Tank. This is uh, Mike Burek for Made in Ukraine Tech Startup Edition. And until next time, that's all for now.